Okay. Let's roll them. We're rolling. We are guessing astrology signs of Gossamer Blue right now. Oh my goodness. Lucy, okay. let's start her off. Whew. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see where we go. All right. Um, I, who wants to go first? I know there's so many Let's choices. start. Okay. Let's yeah. go here. Okay. Jordan's oh, astrology yeah. sign. Yeah. Okay, so we started off, and I mean, I did kind of cheat because we did mention. Oh, what did you say Earth? that she had? What did you say? Earth. I don't know where. I think I was mentioning water. Earth. Right. Yeah. And then okay, you're like, I'll oh, you it's Earth, hint. and yeah. I'm like, Earth. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um. Chill as hell. Chill as all hell. I would have to say. I'm getting a little bit Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, maybe I'd have to get to know you more if I thought. I was thinking like Taurus, like you. I'm not a Taurus. Chill. Mm. I don't know. Taurus is just. <laughs> <laughs> don't you have Taurus in you? No. Yeah, not does. any. Does. Zippo. That's your guess, Gemini. Yeah, like all Gemini. Oh, triple Gemini. <laughs> yeah. Well. Oh, oh my God. I also, but. I'm not gonna reveal anything. I just like, yeah. Why do I have? Are you a Gemini? No. I have Gemini in my chart. I'm. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. You're guessing. So what? I can't okay, say anything. Okay, Lucy. Okay. Okay. Like so. First, maybe like oh. do I do I guess it and then you reveal it? Maybe. Yeah. Guess and reveal. Yeah, okay. Guess and reveal. Like like for, for the sun sign. I guess like. Now you're making me question myself. No. But I was gonna say Taurus. I don't know. Not even close, eh? Not Capricorn. Nah, you're Cappy. Cap you are? Cappy. Yeah. You got it. Yeah. I got How'd it? Know? Yeah. I know a Capricorn know? when I meet a fucking oh, Capricorn. Yeah. I, I will would. tell you that. Yes. Yeah. I am a Capricorn. Yeah. Capricorns, I feel like, are the best at adulting. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I try my best. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Thanks. That was, okay, that was quite fun. Oh, yeah. That was quite fun. Um, <laughs> okay. Moving Next on. up. Uh, <laughs> Next step, Joseph. All right, Joseph. Yes. Mm, could it be like an air sign, an earth sign? Mm, I don't really know sign. what the elements are for my sign. Um, I, could tell, I could tell them, but I kind of don't want to. Okay. It's a mystery. I don't know. Very mysterious. Like Aquarius, Scorpio kind of vibe. Mm. Oh, Scorpio. Yeah. A yeah, that's I'm it. I'm guessing the Scorpio. Scorpio oh, a little. <laughs> is it? Yeah, did I spoil it a little too no, quickly? No, you just was Scorpio. Yeah, that's just Classic Scorpio. Okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. got that time. Oh, that's okay. fantastic. <laughs> Moving on, Kieran. Okay, this one was also interesting because we did get a little background already. Is it like there is not a Gemini, right? We, there's we said Gemini that first of all. in it. Oh, <clears throat> but probably not your sun sign. Oh my no. god. <laughs> mm. hmm. What? I'm also getting Aquarius vibes just a little bit. Mm. No. Pisces. Mm. I think a little. I don't know. I think Did my guess also is Pisces. Did you mention like a Taurus and something got so excited? I don't know. I'm guessing Pisces. <gasps> What's your guess? 
I was like going water too for some reason, and I don't know why. Maybe I should just rely on that. Okay, let's say Pisces. I don't know. Double Pisces, is it? <laughs> this is not even no, close. close. I have like next to no water in my what chart. I'm mostly air and earth in my chart. Oh. I'm an Aquarius sun. Aquarius, oh. I should have been. And then Virgo. Damn it. Moon. <laughs> Virgo moon. Very, I have a, yeah, Aquarius and Virgo are like opposites. Yeah. And then I have a Gemini rising. Oh, fun. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. All right, let's, let's intro actually, yeah, this shit let's up. Let's intro the pod. <coughs> okay. Hey, guys. What's up? I'm Grace. And I'm Lucy. We're coming to you from the studio, and you're listening to The Big Picture Podcast. podcast. And tonight we are bringing you guys Gossamer Blue, all the way from... Toronto. Toronto. Hi guys, welcome, welcome. Hey. Hello. Hey. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Do you want to uh, yeah, introduce you. yourselves and what instruments you play? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm Jordan. I play guitar and I sing. Yeah, I'm so Joseph good. and I uh, play drums. I'm Kieran. I play bass and I do some backup vocals. And what is your guys' story? <laughs> uh, well, um, I guess like I started Gossamer Blue was just like um, I just wanted to be part of a band and I didn't really know a lot of musicians. Uh, so I just like wrote some songs to then hopefully it would just be easier to form a band if I had songs. So. Yeah, I just did that, and then it was just fun to make songs. So I just, that's what it also kind of became, too, was just me just, like, learning how to write music. And and uh, I was going to um, to school for, like, audio production, so I was learning, like, how to do that. And, like, I was just recording myself. And, yeah, just, le- just learning a lot from just doing two pieces, like, two collections of songs. So, yeah. And then, uh, like, this was, like... Like the beginning of COVID, like I started and then um, during COVID, I wrote another album. And then that second album, I got um, Joseph uh, to play drums on, like when we started to to kind of start a band because we we both went to the same school as well. So, yeah, we were both. Yeah. 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 We were just like just, just jamming and yeah. yeah, it was just like an easy like transition to just being in a band and then i uh <clears throat> i met kieran a couple months later at a show and uh we were me and joseph needed to record someone for like a school project and so we were recording kieran's like solo project clockhead and um we just like really hit it off and then around that time we had a show coming up so we asked kieran to like play bass and uh it was just it all just fit really well so we just continued it so yeah and now we're here and that was about you know, like a year a little bit over a year yeah because yeah, we met like spring last year Almost mm. a year. yeah or at least we started the band spring last year i met kieran like <clears throat> like the winter of 2021 yeah 2022 that sounds right yeah 
And do yeah. you want to tell us what you guys are doing in Edmonton? Yeah. Right now? Yeah, yeah. So so right now we're just... Uh... Sure. Uh, yeah, we're going to uh, we Sled Island in Calgary. So we Woo-hoo. just booked uh, some shows around that. So yeah, we got the one in Edmonton at Starlight Room last night with uh, Grace, which was amazing. Grace Presents. It was amazing. Uh, good night. Yeah, and then we got Sled Island and a couple other dates, Saskatoon, and then we're heading back and playing some more shows in the the gta so yeah yeah it's a good time first tour run officially for us yeah it's nice to see our own um yeah i can hold that myself (laughs) it's nice to see our own backyard i guess um it's our first time out west this far west at least for all of us welcome guys so yeah everyone's been super welcoming here very cool scene so far from what we've seen. Yeah. Glad to hear so it. That's, that's what cool we're doing people. out here. Yeah. Cool people. That's awesome. Yeah. Everything is like, yeah, everything is like different, but like still the same in a way. Um, and I guess, yeah, like I guess we're, we're still in the same country, but we're like so far away yeah. And like usually, like some countries, like like Europe, for example, so we would be in total different countries. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. uh, but it's interesting. But I still feel like very at home, too, in a lot of ways. And uh, yeah, it's just it's cool. Everyone, everyone has been so welcoming here in Edmonton. It's so nice. So yeah. Damn, I'm so glad to hear that. That's so awesome. Yeah. You yeah. guys have any like I don't know sweet little stories to shall- share or something like. Anyway, Edmonton's touched your heart. Tell us about your time in Edmonton. So far, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just in awe of these scooters. I think that's (laughs) like the biggest thing. Scooters. Yeah. There's just, they're just everywhere. Yeah. They're just everywhere. They're all over the floor. (laughs) Yeah. It's so like open world, like video game to me. I just, I feel like that makes me just feel like in a video game. It's so cool. And have you it. ridden one too? No, not yet. Oh, but you I guys really do. Have I really to want to before you leave. Hopefully tomorrow. <laughs> Hopefully tomorrow we can we can hit a little scooter. Yeah. Oh, they're so cheap. Yeah. 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 I was talking to someone from here at the show we played tonight. We played Rockin' for Dollars. And um she was just astounded that Toronto doesn't have a scooter share. <laughs> like, but you guys like have the this, bike share, right? So we do. We have a that's lovely, pretty nice. Yeah, the bike share there is really good. Um, apparently, y'all have a bike share as well. No, no. with lime. No. We have a lime bike lime share bike. sometimes. The scooter somewhere. companies have a few bikes, but I not saw, nearly as many scooters. Bikes, yeah, there was it's way there was a few scooter. bikes, but it could have been like a motorized. I think bike? they're electric too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like the twisty, no, twisty handle, mm-hmm. electric bike. bike. That's a fancy bike. Yeah, I think those are really good urban planning designs. But uh, the scooters, I don't know, man. <laughs> They're just everywhere. They're in the river. Why is there no drop-off <laughs> spot? Like, why is there no dock to like charge them? That's I know, right? Weird. They hire somebody to pick them all up in the back so of a truck. Why would you not just like set up secretly. a little dock? You see the guy with like he's got his truck and he will go to like 
anyone can do graveyard and just like anyone whip around on all the scooters, drive them into the truck, like any to truck, take them and charge them. Well, I guess just in the back of your job. car, you could be like take a couple scooter scooters and get paid you to just, like, like just go charge up. them or it's something. Like, like in a way, yeah, pick up shift the scooter. you work in the night like Batman. Yeah, yeah, like you take the scooters, you just find them and you just ride them back to your. You drive it to yeah. like the scooter charging Hell place. Yeah. That's hilarious. Um, anyways, um, do you oh, want to yeah. tell us a little bit about your greatest musical influences? Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, you know, person yeah. by person. Uh, like personally or for like the band? Both. Uh, both, both really. Yeah, like um, what inspires you when you're like writing and behind the music, mm. but also you know. Personally, yeah. you, yeah. Okay, uh, I'll say, like, for me personally and, like, for the band, um, well, like, I'll say for the band, um, I would say, like, the OCs and My Bloody Valentine would probably be, like, like the two. Like, as of right now, our sound, <laughs> really, that's pretty pretty much the biggest two influences, trying to mesh mm. those two things. But, um, like, me personally, um, yeah, like, my Bloody Valentine and the OCs, two of my favorite bands. <laughs> um, but uh, like trip hop artists like Portishead and like Sneaker Pimps recently have just been so cool to me and just the culture behind that. Um, and like Alex G, you know, he's he's a classic. He's in there for me personally. And, you know, just like, just like cool like moody music usually for me i like just darker kind of music like even happy type music that i like is still kind of melancholic in a way but you know just like just things that are heavy but also tender at the same time and yeah just yeah anyway <laughs> yeah um i love like psych rock and that kind of stuff like uh king gizzard and ty siegel and ocs and you know bands like that and uh also some classics like black sabbath is one of my favorite bands and um hmm. yeah just that whole like garage punk kind of scene and a lot of older stuff like 60s psych is is beautiful amazing stuff and you know True. sometimes a little country too you know a little older country like some 60s 70s countries really fun neil young is also one of my favorite oh, yeah. artists i love that guy he's he's amazing classic can't go wrong yeah i think what influences the band's music is is different than what our individual tastes are yeah. mm. because jordan does pretty much all of the writing joseph and i have added elements of our own writing, mostly in the live performances. In our recordings, it's so far, it's all been Jordan. And so I think she really described like what goes into that writing before it comes to the rest of us to make a live performance. But I think we also bring our own music tastes to how we play it. And before, like you two seem to have a pretty similar music taste, but before I met these two, I didn't have the same appreciation for psych rock. I listened to every genre pretty much like my whole life. I mean, I grew up, my dad's a musician and uh, he played a lot of Bruce Springsteen and um, The Clash and Gogol Bordello when I was growing up. So I got a lot of like 
random influences, but also a lot of punk. Um, and I've also I've always been a big fan of punk of all kinds. I think I really like the post-punk yeah. music that's mm-hmm. coming out these days. Um, I've been getting into some doom metal recently. I also like music that's dark and melancholy. I think it's really um, fitting for the time we're in post-pandemic. Yeah. There's this band called Regana uh, that's really good. They're like a doom metal queer femme duo. And um, I really like King Woman lately as well. Um, they have really good writing. Yeah. Um, I used to like a lot of indie music like Snail Mail and really I like her writing as well. Um, yeah. But honestly, I listen to so much. It's kind of hard to put it compact at all. So yeah truly that's just truly. something there's a few things that i'm listening to now yeah I like disclaimer every time yeah like, for sure what do i not like <laughs> um next question um where did you guys really start with your music um personally on your own journeys um and where did it all begin for you guys i guess for me um like no one really in my family played music um like, it was mostly my siblings. Like, my parents aren't musicians. Um, but they put us into, like, like piano lessons, like, as early as I can remember. Because um, my, like, older brother played piano. And I just had, like, a piano teacher, like, down the street. So I just, that was just easy. And I just, that was, just became, like, a weekly thing for me. Um, and then um, I think around, like, grade two, I did guitar lessons with my brother and that was short-lived but I had this like acoustic guitar in my house for like such a long time and um, I eventually quit piano but I would just pick up this guitar every so often like for the next couple years like during high school Um, and it wasn't until like maybe the end of high school when I started to like pick it up maybe once or twice a week and like I started to really build the dexterity to like start to play something and yeah and like it started to be fun because I was able to do it without like my arms hurting after like five minutes Mm -hmm. and it was just like I could actually practice something and like do it um so that was fun and then I eventually got an electric guitar and yeah I just continued to play guitar and then through then we're heading into the the start of like gossamer blue where i was just like i wanted to write music and my friend um sam in in um glitter party um is his band and uh we went to high school yeah yeah (laughs) he we went to high school together and uh he he makes some really awesome music and i remember him uh making this album like first year university or second year and uh, he put it out and I thought it was really cool and it was so cool that like my friend put out this thing that like I really in- enjoyed like outside of him just being my friend and that really inspired me and I was like I really wanted to do something like that and it was so simple and like when I first started doing it I was like wow this is so simple really to make a song you really only need maybe three elements and it sounds like a song I remember making this song and it was like bass and drums that I recorded on like one mic and I was like okay this is cool and then I put like 
just guitar feedback on it. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, oh, what the heck? It like it sounded like a song all of a sudden. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so cool. How it can go from just like like a loop to like a song and you're like, whoa, I can't believe I just did that. And it was such a cool feeling. And uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then that's it just cool. yeah. It opens up a whole new world yeah. of possibilities. Yeah, and all of a so sudden, great when like, you find that like niche area of like what you're into, where that just like gets you so excited, and you're like, no, this is it. This yeah. is cool. Yeah, it's cool. Just like making music, and it wasn't like anything good. Like you know, like it wasn't like like a, a good song. But it was just cool that I made it, you know, like it was a cool little like doodle. And I was like, wow, this is <laughs> this is fun. You know, it's fun making those little things. Yeah. Even if it's just like a 30 second like snippet of a song that otherwise like the rest of the loop is just like noise and like really bad, like pitchy singing and stuff like that. Like, who cares if you just export like 30 seconds of something nice and you're like, Wow. This is fun. I can't believe I made this. I listen to my mu own music all the time, honestly. Yeah. It's just, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. When, when I make something, it's just like, I don't know, I just listen to it. And that makes me feel good about myself. If I have like something that I made that I can like look at or listen to, like I really feel like good about myself and that like puts me in a good mood. Yeah, you appreciate, you appreciate your art. Yeah. And yeah. only you know your specific, you know, style and genre that you specifically like. So exactly. no wonder. Yeah, I hope you like your own music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same I here. Mean, I put my paintings up all of my walls all the time. Yeah. And I'm like, this is literally how I like to decorate. Not everyone, you know, but me. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I make music it. that yeah. I want to listen to. And I'm sure you yeah. do the same thing. Like, you know, you make visual art that you want to see you know so yeah, yeah yeah i love your i mean but sometimes you know you just like make that one piece where you're like i don't know if i want to show the world this one yeah. <laughs> you gotta have those, you, you gotta have those oh, as well to yeah. get to the one that you're really proud of i think you have to have at least 20 of those to get to <laughs> one that isn't you're, that so true if not a yeah. hundred thousands yeah but that that's that's the process right it's yeah. beautiful oh yeah Hey, I love um, that. I love that. Where did you guys start with yeah, your music? Um, well, like I kind of mentioned earlier, I just grew up with a lot of music around me. My dad would, uh, he had his own kind of solo writing project that he'd been working on for decades with friends of his that he met in Toronto after he moved there from Montreal um, for university. And he played a lot of that music around me growing up, which was kind of like, roots folky songwriter singer songwriter music um and yeah he also um played a lot of punk around me and that i kind of hated it because i was a kid and i was going through that process of rebelling mm, against my yeah. parents and hating anything that they show me you know you need that to become an independent person but um for a while i didn't really want to do anything with music but i couldn't help myself but be drawn to it mm. after you know a few years maybe in my around 10 or 11 um I forgot to mention I did piano lessons to like Jordan when I was pretty young like six or seven and that just helped me have a basic understanding of theory I think it's a good mm. skill to have my dad 
put me in that because he wanted me to understand it. But then, yeah, that's when I started rejecting it. And then I wanted to do guitar <laughs> lessons when I was about 10 or 11. So I did that um, very briefly and I hated it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what it was. I just, I wasn't grasping what they were teaching me. The, the style of teaching just wasn't for me. Um, but I learned something from that and I took it. Um, I took a break from playing guitar until I got, I'd say, to high school. Um, and then I just taught myself. And uh, that's where things really started. As soon as I started playing guitar, I started writing my own songs. They were some of those 20 songs, 20 plus songs <laughs> that you don't want to show the world, but they were sweet. Um, Love that. Yeah. And then I joined a band in my first year of high school. Uh, we were called Talking in Our Sleep. We actually still have a couple songs out on Spotify and streaming services. Um, yeah, like my best friends in high school, we did a band together. And I started playing bass for them because they needed a bass player. They both played guitar. And my friend Luna wrote a bunch of songs. Um, and we started gigging around Richmond Hill. And then we actually got some Toronto gigs as well, um, which was like the coolest thing ever when you're growing up in a suburb around the city. Um, so that's kind of where I got my exposure to the Toronto scene initially. We made some friends in other bands kind of around our age group. Um, and we kept doing that band until uh, we all finished high school. And uh, I'd already made some friends in the scene at that point. I moved to Toronto and I was kind of just dilly-dallying for a while. And then I got asked to play bass in a cool like punk noise band called John Crow. Um, my friend Daniel is the front person in that band. They're a very brilliant writer and I actually only played I think two or three shows with them before the pandemic hit. But um, we worked on some things virtually throughout the pandemic and we released an album. Um, and that was really important, I think, for my growth as a musician. And Daniel um, and Matt, the drummer, they showed me a lot of music and they taught me a lot about music culture and the scene. I honestly, I owe a lot of what I know and where I am now, like with another band to them. And I'm still in that band, but we haven't been able to play um, shows. But, you know, I was playing bass in that band and everyone needs a bass player <laughs> apparently in the Toronto music scene. So um, how I arrived in this band was, yeah, like Jordan mentioned earlier, we just met at a show and then things went from there. But I've had a long journey with music and I write songs still for a solo project called Clockhead as well. Um, that's, you know, my own expression. And I... I need it. I can't function without doing that. And I've realized that recently, like coming into my early 20s. So, yeah, it's a huge part of my life and I think it always will be. Cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I also, I didn't really have too much uh, music around me uh, growing up either, like Jordan. Um, my parents didn't really play music or anything like that, but I, I've always loved just listening to music and, and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, when I was younger, got really into like classic rock and, 
you know, those big bands, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, whatever. Rush was one of my biggest obsessions for a while. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to play an instrument. I think it was just one of my friends at the time was playing drums. And I was like, okay, like, I'll, I'll do that too. Why not? Um, so yeah, I just took some drum lessons for a little while. And yeah, um, wasn't the best. I mean, it was like, I was a kid too. I didn't really practice enough. And yeah, um, kind of stopped playing in like high school but kind of picked it up a little more at the end of high school and wanted to get more into like playing with other people and like actually my first experience playing with uh other musicians was in a little church band which was so funny and i did that for a, <laughs> for a little while um yeah i was really young so it was just fun to like play with other people um but yeah then after that i met some people in university and like started some bands with them um and yeah like pre-covid was playing in a different band called burger vacuum which was a lot of fun just like random psych garagey noisy stuff as well and yeah and uh then i met jordan and then uh yeah now we're here um but yeah i remember also listening to baby's had too much like the first single you put out jordan um and I was like thinking the same thing that you felt with Sam listening to Sam's uh, album. I was like, dang, this is such a cool song. I want to play in this band. Yeah, I was like, this is so cool. This is so punk. Like, it's so garage. Like, it had such an OC's like inspired sound. And uh, yeah, that was just like, I was, this is so cool. I need to, I need to play this. <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you guys want to tell us a little bit more about your first experience with the Edmonton arts community and what that was like for you guys? Yeah, and maybe how it like um, differs from like the Toronto arts community? Yeah. yeah. I'll go, sure. Um, Jordan took the lead on a lot of the booking process for our tour. So I'm not sure exactly how you found Grace. How how did you find her? Yeah, I'll give a little backstory. Um our friend um Ellen. Our friend Ellen from Dead Friends um was our first Edmonton connection. Yeah. Um and we reached out to um, Ellen and we asked like what's what's the vibe yeah like how, uh, how to get any shows like yeah I mean, we knew she was from uh, Edmonton because we went to school with her mm -hmm. and we were just like well let's just message her and she has a she has a cool band she plays in a cool band called Dead Friends and we were like we should try and play with them or like figure something out and maybe get out to Edmonton and I guess she messaged us about you grace i'm not really sure i don't remember she but me, she gave me actually just like a list of venues oh. yeah yeah and then i was there was one venue called the sewing machine factory that i was really that i thought was really fun like a fun name i was trying to book there and name, yeah um it's, it's it's a little tiny it's like a 75 person capacity oh. basement oh. venue just a teeny tiny room but weird entrance they're like email hasn't worked in so long you have to like dm a, 
account on Instagram, but like their old account is inactive. It's really oh, hard oh, to book oh. there, but there's still <laughs> shows happening. They're there. like, I think, constantly running through like new owners and stuff like that. Yeah, and they're switching it, like. it over all the time, I think. At least during COVID, they were. So it was a bit of a confusion there for a bit. Mm. Who to contact? Who owned it? Who was in charge? Who was hired? <laughs> who was fired? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, uh, I guess I just started to, I just went down the rabbit hole of just like, huh. okay, let me just go to this venue and then go to this band that looks cool and then see what venues they play and then see what other bands they play with. And then eventually I kept on seeing Grace Presents on, <laughs> on one particular venue and, and I was like, okay, <laughs> seems cool, you know, around our age too. Uh, I like your vibe and yeah, like everything else just seemed very like, there was no face to it. I don't know who these people were. There was yeah. just, it just like, like we have promoters like that in Toronto too. And it's like, like it's cool to start off with that. But like, I was also trying to find something cooler if I could. And, uh, and yeah, I'm glad that I found grace because grace has like yeah. such a hard working promoter slash manager. Like it's really been a pleasure to like work with grace yeah. presents. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely as well as like letting us stay with her as well in her yeah. lovely apartment like it's yeah. it, it was very cozy was i love her cozy. apartment <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so cozy it's so nice yeah, yeah. i'm gonna stop you right there because we're having technical difficulties with that yeah. cable i think it's finally on the, its last leg so i'm gonna replace it with this one yeah. one second check 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 gingy gingy we're good? Okay. What inspires you guys to create? Um, I guess uh, just because it's fun, honestly. It's fun and it makes me feel good about myself. I think that's the biggest thing. Like I mentioned earlier, like, like I'll listen, I'll listen to my own music, you know, like I'll, if I make like a painting or like a picture or something, you know, I'll go back and like look at it or like we just did cassettes and like seeing them like all lined up in this nice box like i just needed to sneak down like at night and like open it up and be like oh shit i made that like that's yeah. so cool yeah <laughs> and like just yeah just <laughs> just kind of geeking out about yourself i think that just gives me a lot of happiness about myself and like keeps me like feeling good I think because I find that when I don't create is like or when I'm not feeling good about myself it's usually I haven't made anything in a while and I th think those two things are connected for me at least and I think a lot of other people feel that as well and uh yeah I think it's changed a lot for me throughout the years I think when I was younger I just had so many feelings and I didn't know where to put them. And that's kind of how it started for me. It just felt really natural and it felt cathartic to make music or really any art or movement. Um, now that still rings very true for me, but I think it's become deeper for me. I find a lot of community and also, yeah, self-esteem, like Jordan said, through music, um, through one, seeing what I create, but also seeing the way music community takes care of each other and how it's not about 
making music to get famous or you know to make money or have clout it's about like being there for one another and just enjoying each other and being able to express yourself um I have a lot of big feelings and like that's how I need to let them out like I said earlier I I need an outlet I also I'm very inspired by death and spirituality and I think about it a lot um and I don't mean that at all in a morbid way I mean it in a very beautiful and reflective way um and I think the more I reflect on that I think about how much I want to create in this life and that inspires me to keep making art and usually that's music I think that's honestly probably one of the biggest reasons why humans are on this planet so yeah yeah I guess life and death is what inspires me the most I feel you. yeah you feel me straight up just like life and death or like yeah straight death yeah. yeah like celebrate life and celebrate death together and just make art There's like a while word we're that. doing that vanitas Vani, what does that mean? It's the celebration of life slowly dying, oh. and every That's single moment really... is so precious because as it's growing, it's you know, it's yeah, like fruit and it's getting to its perfect state. Or whatever. What is yeah? The perfect state? Even then, it's rotting. It's still beautiful. You know. I saw this interview with David Bowie recently. I forgot to mention earlier. David Bowie is probably my biggest influence ever. Like I love him so much my dad loves him so much too but yeah he just <laughs> you know he was judged a lot um for being androgynous and queer probably um and so expressive but yeah they asked him like oh do you engage in any kind of worship and he just said life i i, life. I love life like oh i worship life God. and i think like, that's I, that. I don't know that it's such a simple answer but i just he really deflected that question and I really just felt that deeply. It really resonated. So, yeah. I love that. Nice. I love that. Can't really top that, but yeah. I'm, uh, I don't know. Just creating is just good. It's just a good escape from the world, really. That's a, that's all I can say. True. Just makes you happy. It's fun to do, fun to make things. Yeah. Good escape. It is a really Yo. good escape. Yeah. I think our generation is all, whether we admit it or not, like pretty anxious about the future. And like, we need an not escape. <laughs> yeah, and I also think art like heals us in a way so that we can actually be proactive about healing the world around us. You can't do you any healing I mean? until first you heal yourself. Yeah. I feel like we've all kind of realized that through COVID. We were like, oh my goodness, I can't do anything yeah. without like step one, like feeling safe, you know, in my own body and my own self yeah. and who I am and what I'm doing. And sometimes it's you need to complex, escape to do that, to do that oh, yeah. stuff. So And isn't it just I a miracle that do. we have the creative yeah. brain that we can escape with it? That's a miracle in itself. Yeah. We have that what a gift. ability. Yeah. We have that ability to be creative. The imagination is like crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that ability to do that. I love that so much. Well, next question is um, I guess we'll just 
head on to the next one. I was wondering what you guys were so excited for on your journey here. You guys are on a tour. So, um, yeah, tell me what you guys are excited for. Um, Just to do it. I think, like, a DIY tour, like, for me personally, was one of my biggest, like, goals. And I was so, like, happy that it happened so quickly, too, and so unexpected. I did not expect to go on a tour this early. Yeah. Like, yeah. this was, like, really, it just... Ever since the new year, honestly, we've just like every show we play is just it keeps getting cooler and cooler. And it's like yeah. it's really cool. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's just fun. And it's just it feels like I can put a lot of effort into it and like really be like, yeah, well, if I put a lot of work into it, like it's going. So it's worth it to to spend a lot of my time and a lot of my time in like school, especially was like. I didn't really enjoy doing school projects and stuff like that. But like, you know, like I did have school projects that I really liked. And I, if I liked it, I spent all my time doing it. And a lot of that was like, you know, like doing a play or like doing artwork or like just doing something that I gave a shit about. And it was, but it was hard to do anything else because I just wanted to do that. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's just, I just grapple on it if I really enjoy it. And I, it's cool that like, this is like going well enough that I can be like, okay, I'll spend a lot of time doing it. I still mm. kind of spend a little bit too much time. Sometimes I should be looking for a job <laughs> when I, sh you know, when I'm like planning, planning a tour, like designing something for merch or whatever. But like, you know, it's, I. I don't know. I, I have to do it. Like it's, it's your baby. yeah, like it's, it's, it's fun. And it, again, it's the only, it, it makes me happy. So I do it because it is fun. And the only real thing I want to accomplish from it is like to be successful enough that we can just keep doing it. Honestly, like I really yeah. truly just want to make enough money, enough success, enough followers to just keep doing it that's all i really want i just want to be able to do it and have it something that isn't like i need to put tons of money into or it's stressful it's just something i can do and it's fun and it grows and it just keeps growing and being cooler and cooler and it's just fun for other people as well it's it's mm -hmm. great to sh be able to share it with joseph and kieran and collab with like promoters like grace and other like people and it's just fun to just it's fun that music is like that in that way that it's like you know it's a song and you can be very solitaire with it which i like and i like my own time and taking my time with the music but i can also share with other people and like it can be this bigger thing and it can be this like world that other people can express themselves and like grow and accomplish goals of themselves so yeah it's just again like what kieran was talking about community like it's just fun that music and art can bring people together while doing yeah. like something that they again like give a shit about like it's it's hard to find that yeah yeah um yeah i'm really excited about sled island um i think it'll be a lot of fun and uh cool little festival and we've never been to calgary so that'll be a fun time and uh yeah, to play Sled Island and also to see all the other cool bands like OCs. We're all really excited to see them and 
Dead and some other bands I don't remember, but a lot of cool local bands too yeah. from Toronto. Yeah. And we met up with some like other like Winnipeg bands and yeah. uh, our friends from Fresh Wax from Montreal are going to be playing Sled Island. Uh, Mother Tongues from Toronto is going to be playing. Gloin, our friend Gloin is going to be. <clears throat> Our friend Vic from Gloin, uh, sorry, is opening four OCs, the headliner, which is yeah. crazy. Um, yeah, uh, I Lev Snow and Fold Paper are also Burrs. Yeah, Burrs is playing as well. Like it's just, it's so cool. Like so many homies are going to be there. So that's it's cool. Again, it's just cool to be a part of. Like I, I, it's so cool. I feel so much like in the scene. Yeah, yeah, we're just meeting so many cool people and so many cool bands. Just doing shows around like outside of our city you know it's just a lot of fun also i'm just excited to hang out with my friends and uh have a good time and go to new cities and just bond and yeah you know make new friends friends Mm -hmm. and see the sights along the way and we booked a we booked a little cottage so for a couple Mm -hmm. nights we're gonna have a little um a little relaxing vacation i guess after our shows are done yeah we're just gonna yeah hang out and do our thing yeah okay that's exciting yeah yeah the <laughs> cottage is gonna be amazing <laughs> it's gonna be such a good sleep when you're by the water yeah. Yeah. like ko yes but um question was like what i'm excited about what we're excited about with this yeah. run yeah i think they covered it like i'm just happy to be here yeah. <laughs> i just i don't know like uh this is life right now. This is my life and I'm really happy where it's going. I'm enjoying being in the presence of my friends and deepening our connection. And um, I've always loved traveling and had a deep desire to, I was going to when I graduated high school, but then the pandemic happened. So I didn't get too much in. So this is really fulfilling for me too, to be in new environments and meeting people from, I mean, we're, we live in Canada, but I do feel like the culture here is different than what I'm used to in Toronto. So that's exposure for me. And yeah, just meeting other bands, seeing what different cities, what kind of music different cities and different environments breed as well is really cool. Um, and being able to share what we've created with other people feels really fulfilling and exciting. And yeah, Southern Island is going to be sick like, it's just yeah. awesome yeah. it's so cool There's i love so it so many cool bands playing yeah so many cool bands yeah. i'm super excited for you guys to um for your tour like even before you guys played tonight matt and i were like oh i'm excited like oh this is fun we get to see them twice like this is awesome but you guys have such a electric stage presence wow, that it's you. just very like I feel like the audience is like moths to a light sometimes when you guys are playing you just can't not wow. look away that's it's not that's such a nice sick. compliment so, thank you thank you it helps when Anyways. the audience is into it though yeah. it yeah. like it's very much an energy transfer. It can just, you know, sometimes you put it out and it's hitting a wall and you have to self-motivate and yeah. do that. And sometimes, you know, you don't have to be super hyper and jumping around on stage and that's cool too. But it really is nice when people show 
their interest in yeah. what you're doing. Yeah, I'm very grateful for that, especially here. We've, we've had a lot of good reception. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, the audience, both, both nights, like yesterday and tonight, both the audiences were great. Like, I really enjoyed playing to them and, like, yeah. just seeing people. I've been trying not to, like, completely look down the whole time <laughs> and, like, actually make eye contact, like, even briefly with, like, people and, like, you know, like, nod and shit like that and, you know, um our our friends in Bonnie Trash um uh do this like the front person um just like stares down yeah, it's like, really, like oh yeah stares you down a little like menacing but like you know scary a little but like in a good way like yeah. i'm like wow i'm i'm in awe like, yeah. watching this, this i feel like i'm being seen yeah. in a, in a good way yeah the first time I saw them, I felt like she took my soul out of my body and I was not mad about it. Like, I loved it. <laughs> like, I loved it. it. It's yours. Yeah. You deserve it. And it's just, it's so inspiring to see presence like that on stage. Like, I can't say I came up with whatever I do on stage myself. Like, I definitely copied people or like in, was inspired. It's a mosaic. You know? Yeah. In yeah. that, yeah, she was super inspiring for that. Um, so... Yeah, that's why I love watching other people perform in other cities too. Because you, it's not just about the music itself, but what you see. It's a performance. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's a whole act. It's a performance. Yeah. It's a whole it's art. Affirming. Yeah. It's affirming. I think, I think uh, the audience wants to be a part of it. And if you like say like, "Hey, yeah, you you can come closer," or "Hey, yeah, you can jump around." Like they usually do it, you know, it's, I think the audience is usually like looking for like just permission yeah. sometimes. Yeah. 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 And I think like, just like giving them a nod and being like, yeah, you know, like we're all here together and like, I'm feeling what you're putting down as well as even though we're like, I see you, you know, I see you like enjoying the music and it's, it's cool. Yeah. You feed off the energy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, last night was great. Like Kieran was really feeling it. It was it was a good vibe. Like it was just we were all like Jordan, and yeah, it was just fucking fun. And like we were, I don't know, it was just like around, yeah, jumping around, going crazy. Like it was, it was it was good stuff. Like that's the kind of energy I like to see if I'm in the crowd of yeah. a show. You know, like if I see the band, like really enjoying themselves and just fucking going at it like just in the zone locked in like grooving you know like i'm into it like i love that you know i want to listen to your music i want to be there there's something that sucks so bad about watching a live performance when you can tell that people don't want to be there yeah or don't want to be performing mm -hmm. or you know just like straight face like or you can tell that they're not passionate yeah. about mm -hmm. either what they're playing or where they are or whatever. And it's so hard to watch sometimes. Yeah. And like just seeing people static is, is kind of like, it's just a little boring, you know? And like, yeah. it's also just like the way you look on stage also just has a big part of a part of the performance. Like we always talk about like what we're going to wear, like how we're going to look, yeah. how we're presenting ourselves on stage. Right. Like we all kind of, liked like fashion and dressing dressing up and shit you know so it's just fun to like to yeah to just go up <laughs> you and have you have to slay yeah 
<laughs> yeah. You have to slay. Um, yeah. No question about it. Yeah. So Edmonton yeah. in three words. Edmonton in three go, words. Go, go, go. Uh, wait, do we each get a word or like? Oh, you oh. Really oh. oh you got one. Scooters. Oh, I was oh. scooters. Oh, <laughs> um, oil, oilers. <laughs> <laughs> he can take oilers. a ball. <laughs> um, doggies. Doggies. <laughs> There's That's doggies everywhere. About Toronto, actually. Oh, <laughs> so many doggos. <laughs> doggos everywhere. Use the three words. I mean, no, you get a we, oh, we got oh, yeah, to have you do one. So generous. Doggies and homie, homies. Mm. Like not like, like homies, homie, like like homies, homies. But, homies. but also that, but also that. Very like because like I homies make you I feel at home. Homie, yeah. yeah. It's just felt really yeah. like cozy here so far. And the days that we've been here, it's been raining a lot. Um, Even cozier. That, that's super cozy for me. I love like a good thunderstorm, and I think we're lucky because we've been invited into really homey, cozy spaces. But even just walking around like White Ave and um, what we've seen of the city and the town so far is pretty cozy. There's a lot of greenery here too, which is very homey for me. I really it's like, like one that. of the greenest cities or something like that. Like uh, is some it sort of award for it? That's have you guys been down the river valley we have not no nope. that's gorgeous it feels like we you're in like the mountains yeah. there's so much greenery we around you had much time to just go and like explore anything but mm. maybe tomorrow before we uh before we head off to yeah Calgary. take the scooters down from grace's house <laughs> and head on down to the river valley yeah i mean we got to hit up that mall the west edmonton mall oh, i really want to ride one of those roller yeah. coasters i'm i'm excited I mean, whatever's there. There's there's rides, right? There's, there's some rides. Lot. There's a lot going on there, apparently. I yeah. think they recently took down like their big like what was their big screamo ride that they had there? They Mind, had that the mind bender. The mind bender. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. I'm so sad. We can't go on the mind bender. Go to the water park. Oh, yeah. but it's so cold out too. That's it's the, warm that's inside. It's warm. The water oh. park is made to wow. look like. It Do people go there in the winter? Yeah. Wow. It's inside. There's a giant like um, sunroof. Let the children get their I guess. beans out. And like Whoa. big, like the water slides that you stand in, and the floor drops from under you, Whoa. and you go like super fast, super. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh. They're they're wild. If you I'm like water slides, if okay. you want an adrenaline rush, hey, do the water slides I instead of the shit. roller coasters. Yeah, I could. I I love that. I would I would go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and we can shop, and there's a hotel apparently, and also we can. Yeah. What else is the there? Fantasyland Hotel? A movie, movie. Oh yeah, we can watch a movie. A movie theater with a Place giant dragon. There's a car dealership there oh. too. Yeah, there's right, a we can buy a car. <laughs> There's a few. Yeah, we should do that with all the, the clout and the guap yeah. that we're making all from the, this tour. We should get a nice Tesla. Beautiful money we got. Yes. Tesla. We're, we're <laughs> um, we have um, one last question for you guys today. And that is... Um, okay. Well, I guess two more. Tell us how we can find you. First yeah. of all. Uh, <laughs> my, my social insurance number is five 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 zero seven five 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 four. Is that your no. social insurance no. number? What about your credit card? Oh, three three seven seven five five beep 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 one one zero one one. One one zero one one zero 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 one 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 zero zero. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, what did he just say? <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Instagram is yeah. You can find us there. Uh. At Gossamer underscore Blue. That's where. That's like our website. I guess we post all our stuff there. Tickets, next shows, pictures of us. You know, um, links to our music. Yeah. You got it. You got to look at the pictures of us and the doggies. You know, that's what you're. That's what everyone should be in it for. The doggies. Doggy pics. That's yeah. a great way <laughs> to make a, people go yeah. watch it and go look at it. Yes, yeah. doggos. Go for the dog. There's a Sometimes lot of dogs. Stay for the music. Sometimes a kitty. Sometimes kitties too, Sometimes. you know. She's a little shy, but. Yeah, my kitty's shy. There used to be a bunny in our house. Really? Yes. They're very, very, very cute. But also, we also have, we also have Spotify, um, Apple Music, Deezer, every streaming platform you can think of. Pretty much, we're Bandcamp. on there. Gossamer Blue, Bandcamp, Bandcamp. We got Bandcamp. Support the Bandcamp. Bandcamp. The new album is not on Bandcamp yet. Um, but yeah, and we have some merch too. So look out, Edmonton goers. Maybe you'll see somebody wearing. What do you guys nice got? Gossamer shirts, blue stickers, shirt. shirts, stickers, tapes. and tapes. Stickers designed by my partner Sam and our friend Lisa. Yes, yeah. Lisa Lisa Pizza. Lisa Lisa Pizza <laughs> and bipolar sex disorder on Instagram. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our last album, season three, episode five. That's the majority of what uh, we play uh, and during our live set. So, yeah. If you had a chance to see us, that is the album. If you want to listen to some of those songs, yeah. season three, episode five. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we also that those are the tapes as well. So, but yeah, uh, we have all the merch at our shows, but to be released on Bandcamp soon. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, definitely like shoot us a message on Instagram if you want to buy one. We can definitely like ship it out yeah. to you if you want. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. We should put it on Bandcamp. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. Definitely should. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, anyone could just message us and be like, "Hey, um, can I get a tape?" We like to say hi to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're approachable. Last question. Do you guys have any last words to inspire young creatives out there? Um, <laughs> I think you should just do it. Anyone who wants to do something that you like, don't do hesitate. Like, yeah, yeah, like Nike and that one Shia LaBeouf meme, you know? Yeah, do just do it. it. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like just do it because you have to have like a couple years of like shit yeah. and then and then once you get those over with, you'll like eventually find other people and like an environment or get to a place in your life where like you can do it more often and like I you'll you will be very glad you kept on doing it for the past like couple years. You just get better. You always get better every time you do things. So, yeah, it's it once it's part of your life, like just you'll you'll be glad. Like I have never regretted continuing to or even starting playing a song at all. Like I've never regretted anything musical or artistic. Like it's it's always it's always worth it. Yeah. Word. I agree with all of that. Um, and I also laughed when you said the question because I just got the stupidest 
thoughts. I was, but on the real, <laughs> I on the real, stupid thoughts. Beep, beep. Boop, boop. <laughs> hey, yo, beep, beep, boop, boop. Beep, boop, boop, if you want to know the truth about being a creative, there it is. Um, but you gotta start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the real, like I have to ask myself and remind myself of this a lot too, but like, it's okay to trust yourself. And I know I'm lucky. I have a lot of supportive people in my life that understand creativity and that are creatives themselves, but there are people out there that don't have that and you might have a lot of people around you who don't understand what you're doing um it's okay to trust yourself and you're gonna be okay and i don't know this uh, being in this generation and seeing everything that's going on in this world like i really don't know if we have another life and i think you should live it in a way that makes you feel fulfilled if you can you know if you have that that privilege to make that kind of choice to be creative um always take it it's really good for your body and your mind yes yeah like and you got yourself you really do even when you doubt yourself you got yourself so yeah that's what i gotta say yeah i i agree and yeah other it people got you too like but like other people take care of you other creatives there's yes. always community yeah. you're not alone help there's always help yeah it's cool it's yeah. cool to do shit that you give a shit about yeah. so if you give a shit about it like and just do it yeah just do it. yeah because Trust yourself that you're gonna be okay doing it yeah because you know, there's if you care about it it's gonna it's going to become something and it's not it's not about fame it's not about making money like i've said so many times but it's about finding purpose in life that's so much of what being creative is yes. you know yeah you're gonna have to like i'm sure a lot of people know this but like you have to do a lot of shit that you don't want to do so if being creative is something that you want to do and brings you happiness like do it because like you're going to have to do a lot of shit that you don't want to do. So it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even if it's not artistic, like literally, like even if it's really niche, like if you give a shit about it, do it because yeah. like doing shit that you care about is very important for yourself and will make you a better person and a friendlier person. So yeah. yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty, pretty grumpy when I'm not taking care of that mm -hmm. part of me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah. Thank you. Um, this was fun. Thank you so much for coming on the pod. Make sure to check out Gossamer Blue on everything. And check out their music. And thanks for tuning in. Thanks so much, guys. We out. Bye. Oh. <laughs> oh.